What's up, Dunwoody? Uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. My name is Matt Weber. The show is brought to you by Village Orthodontics. Um, this is a couple guys. This is close to my heart. These are a couple guys that uh, run the Da Vinci's Pizza over off of, uh, I guess it's typically, or it's technically Sandy Springs, right? But that's kind of what I, that's what I, I don't know. That's where the parade started. That's like, that's where, that's still the center of Dunwoody to me. So like to have you guys on and uh, we've got a, a mutual acquaintance that uh, we both work with. And so, yeah, you guys were a big hit at the parade too. Did you guys enjoy the parade this year? This is first time. It's fantastic. Right? Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. It's cool. You get a little yes. wet. Uh, little's an understatement. <laughs> what did you expect? Was it bigger than you expected? Um, I was uh, when I, you know, I, I approached it a little tentatively. I wasn't really sure what to expect, yeah. and um, so when we uh, got out there, uh, of course, it was a torrential downpour for you know the first thirty minutes, and I was like, man, I don't know. I think they're going to call this thing, but we waited it out, and man, I'm glad we did because. Uh, once we got out there, I think the thing that impressed me the most was the fact the folks in the community came together, yeah. sat through that whole thing, they did. bonded together through through the rain, and then was were just celebrating, you know, businesses within their community. It was fantastic to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets really, you really, really neat. It's supposed to be like 30, 35,000 people there. It's probably a little bit less this year, but I, I was telling Jeter, the guy that we both work with, that um, it's it's really. I mean, it, it's the best money that you can spend. It was $150 to be in the parade, and you're in front of all of those people. And uh, we actually did our um, like our follow-up post-parade meeting last night, and your guys' name was brought up a few times from the stuff that you gave out. Um, I, I've heard from a lot of people that, that that was one of their favorite giveaways was just the, the paper that you gave away, the coupons and that kind of thing. And the, uh, the T-shirts, too. Can you tell us about the T-shirts? That was a pretty smart move. So uh, it was it was Jeter's idea actually to make these Da Vinci's VIP T-shirts. We have a, a woman who works for our company who also uh, you know sells stuff on Etsy. So it was cool that we got to use her and give her some money to make these shirts for us, and then hand them out to people. And, and you know, I told Jeter I was like, yeah, when y'all hand them out, because I wasn't in the parade, but all my staff was, and I was like, when y'all hand them out, just make sure that they look excited for pizza. You know, yeah. like, like find a big dude, you know, find somebody with kids, you know, <laughs> make sure it's somebody who's going to use it. Um, you know, cause when they wear this shirt to the store, they get a 25% discount. Um, and, and it has been cool because, you know, there's been a couple of times now where somebody's walked in here wearing the shirt. Um, and we instantly have common ground and we can talk about the parade and we can talk about Dunwoody and like, yeah. it, it gives me an easy thing to talk about with them, but also like, yeah, like, they get to feed their family a little bit cheaper that night. Um, and, and, yeah. and I'm hoping it's something that I know Jeter and me and Jason have all talked about. It's something we'd like to do more of, you know, to to reward those people who want to dine with us, but especially to reward uh, those people who dine with us regularly. Yeah. It's a great idea. I've tried to work it into my business. I own a pizza place as well. And I was trying to think of a way that I could somehow do that. I, don't, I haven't mm -hmm. come up with it yet, but um, it's real smart move. So, uh, so Jason, you started, you started this franchise, isn't that right? That's correct. Yeah. So what, what made you want to start a pizza place? Um, I'm a little insane. I think is probably yeah. the, <laughs> the biggest qualifier. I can see that. Um, but you know, I, I started 
my very first job was actually in a grocery store. Uh, I, my grandfather was a farmer, and so I've always had a pretty close connection with food. And um, uh, ended up in a grocery store. Didn't like that very much, and then ended up uh, working pizza when I was in high school. Really enjoyed that. Then put myself through college working pizza. Yeah. Cut my corporate teeth in pizza, <laughs> and uh, uh, then ended up deciding that I wanted to try and, and run run one on my own. And um, so I had a partner, and we uh, went into business together, and uh, we went for it. Yeah. But so pizza's always kind of been been in my blood, I guess. Yeah. Was he the money guy, or did he have the you know the artistic side of it as well, the culinary uh, side of it? A little bit of both, because we both were dirt poor when we started. Yeah, uh, there was you know. no money guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no like, uh, yeah, we had we had this great, great funding. It was like we cobbled together our pennies and literally went down to the used uh, restaurant equipment store and bought some stuff. We went into an old Pizza Hut was our our first location. Yeah, it was a one of the Delco uh, units there in Smyrna. Uh, so all the infrastructure was already there. So we literally bought used equipment, used make lines, used um, uh, used oven yeah. and uh, we we uh, bought those like cheap phones you used to could go to Walmart and get that was that was what we answered the phone with and uh, we literally opened as cheap as we could do it but yeah. we really had an emphasis on food we wanted the food to be great you know so we weren't much to look at and still probably aren't very much to look at in some cases but uh, uh, the food was always the star and um, I feel like you fo- just told every pizza guy's story, really. Like, I, I'd love to see the <laughs> I'd love to see the percentage of pizza owners like that started that way, delivering pizzas, you know, because I've had so many employees over the years like, oh, I'd love to open a pizza place. It's, it's funny, like once you start living that lifestyle, you know, it's almost like a waiter where you you just you get used to it. And that's kind of like what you want to do, what you want to continue to do. That's kind of where I was. I got a job there when I was 15 and delivered through college and then we bought this pizza place so that's cool that's great Uh, where was your first location first location was in smyrna and we opened uh january 1st 2006 we opened on new year's day um and we were kind of hoping that it would be a good omen to you know open open that way and uh, kind of bring in the new year doing it um our very first week we did um uh, 400 bucks <laughs> there you go. and my partner and I looked at each other and we we're like uh, are we crazy what is what are we going to do we made 400 dollars yeah and, uh, like and I think even our there, rent you're both there the entire time right oh yeah and our rent it was, was like, like 700 bucks a month and I was like man I don't know I don't yeah. know if we made the right move here uh, but we stuck it out you know and it, every week it got better and uh, every month it got better incrementally I mean it wasn't like we were an overnight thing but uh, we stuck it out, and we we stuck to our guns. We slept there, and uh, we got we got it going. And, yeah. Uh, uh, now, seventeen years later, we got four locations. So it's kind of yeah. cool. Where'd you go from there? Where's the the second, third? Um, we actually relocated that store because we were kind of in a, a very outdated little spot. You know, like I said, it was a former Pizza Hut, and um, so we went went down the road. We moved about half a mile. Uh, had a little better visibility. It was kind of on a corner lot. Uh, we were on the corner, so we, we thought the street visibility would be better. And um, and instantly, our sales went up about 40% just from oh, the wow. move. And uh, that was pretty cool. A year later, we opened uh, the restaurant in Midtown, 2011, March of 2011. And uh, That's your big one, right? That's your moneymaker? 
Well, it's, it definitely does the most volume. Um, we, uh, but that was a weird situation too because we opened thinking, I oh, will do you know fifteen, sixteen grand a week. You know, we'll see what happens, and we hit the ground running there. Yeah. And um, when we opened, uh, we we kind of were assessing the you know the area. And everywhere we went, like, you know, we're building, we're doing a lot of the build out ourselves and, um, like painting and, you know, I put the floors in, I did a bunch of crap myself Yeah. and, um, just to save money. And, uh, so we, um, we're eating out, you know, we go to places for lunch and everywhere we went, it was like 12 to $15 and this was 2011. Yeah. I was like, man, who can afford this? And, uh, so we came up with, uh, the idea to, um, uh, do these little eight inch pizzas for lunch and um you know we could do them for like six bucks and you get a drink and um, i said that way people maybe could afford to come two three times a week yeah and uh, we we opened it promoted it and man the doors just i mean we were flooded with people trying to trying to get food because they could cool. get it at a price that they didn't punish them you know to yeah. come eat when we bought the and, store uh, in 2003, cool. we were doing large pizzas for seven bucks and times have changed. <laughs> times yeah. have changed. Our pizzas are like 20, 25 bucks for pretty much nothing. Um, yeah. The way times have changed. And it's funny because, you know, all the tech stuff that Jeter talks about, like the engagement with the, you know, the customers and, you know, like hitting them up afterwards, asking for reviews and feedback and that kind of stuff. Like none of that existed. You know, there was... No. There was email addresses, but we didn't use them back then. I mean, it was, um, at least speaking for us, like we, we didn't do, our POS system was writing the, you know, the order down on a ticket and then handing it to a cook. Hopefully that ticket didn't get lost before the driver took it, you know? It, we, we had the old deli sheet system when we opened, the sheet that had like 10 tickets on it, you know, and you would yeah. write the ticket on there, you know, squirt the box and then adhere it to the box. That was our first. Yeah. That's what we opened with in 2006. Somebody gives you a credit card, you put it down, and you 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 know run the thing uh, we over didn't it. Take credit cards. Rub. <laughs> <laughs> and checks. That was too to fancy for us. We didn't we didn't we didn't even take credit cards. Yeah, we got tons uh, of checks back later. in the day too. Yep, we took checks and cash. That was it. Times have changed. Times have changed. So, what do you guys sell the most of? Bo, what's your what's your favorite pizza you've got there? My favorite right now, because if you ask me in three months, it's probably going to be something different. Uh, but right now, I've been on a big kick with our chicken pesto pizza. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's a yeah. pesto cream sauce base, spinach, chicken, uh, mozzarella, onions, and provolone. And then I add tomatoes to mine. I like to add a little bit of acid. Um, but that's my personal favorite at the moment. Uh, out here in Dunwoody, our best sellers... Uh, our Da Vinci Deluxe, so our Supreme, um, okay. our Works Pizza, that's a bestseller. Um, and then out here, we sell a ton of uh, our margaritas, as well as uh, our Mona Lisa, one of our vegetarian pizzas. We sell a lot of uh, cheese and, and vegetarians out here, more so than the other locations that I've worked at, like in relation to total sales. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like those, the, the margarita in particular, our margarita is, is not your traditional one. Um, so it gets an olive oil base and it gets some fresh sliced Roma tomatoes, uh, fresh minced garlic, uh, fresh cut basil, feta, uh, mozzarella and provolone. So it's certainly not traditional, but man, people seem to love it. It's, it's a little bit like a riff on a caprice. Um, yeah. And uh, especially, you know, like I always tell people like, yo, if you like this, you need to order a side of our balsamic vinaigrette too. 
then you get a little bit of that balsamic glaze you can dip a slice in yeah um, it really like you know transforms the whole thing but those are our, our, our best sellers and you know we sell a decent amount of pastas uh a decent amount of our sandwiches and our appetizers uh, a lot of salads but like truly the star is the pizza you know like people yeah. they like our pastas and some people come here religiously for them but like most people come here for the pie yeah do you do uh like limited time stuff where you get to you know when you're working at the place you come up with all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff and you're always everybody that works there's always like oh you should make this and name it the the nathan or name it the daniel you know uh yep. like do you get to do short time limited limited time pizzas uh, so not super often, but it is certainly something we do, you know, um, for a while just we to were see doing if it, it works. Yeah. And, and just to give, you know, like once again, like, you know, some of our customers are very loyal and they eat here once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, it's like, Hey, here's something new. Like, I know you've tried everything that we have to offer. Um, let's have something else. Uh, and, and I also really like sometimes when we do like special events, like offsite things, we'll make a pizza just for uh, that event. And I really love those because those are an opportunity to, it's a one-off. So I don't have to worry about the food costs. I don't have to worry about you yeah. know, whether or not ingredients are polarizing. I can just put it out there. Um, and so we've got to make some real weird stuff for some of those one-off events. And I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. And Jeter's actually taught me a lot about easy catering and like your, your catering mm -hmm. jobs. You said that that's a, a big part of your business is going to, you know, the hospitals and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. that, that's a good way of doing it. Um, and then with, you know, the having the technology and being able to advertise those things, like we just offered a beer cheese pizza. And if we threw that out 10 years ago, like nobody's really going to order it because <laughs> we couldn't get it out there. But now there's social media and there's emails and, you know, texts and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. It's all it's, it's something that I enjoy and I'm still not good at it. I mean, it, it's still it's coming coming at you so fast. We just upgraded to toast or POS and um, it, it's it's real nice. It's different than it used to be, for sure. The pizza well, game has I, changed. It certainly has. I think that's something that, like, I mean, I know it's surprised me. Um, me and Jason have talked about, and I know it's surprised him. Is, you know, for the most part, like, we got into this business because we like to eat pizza. Um, <laughs> I like to eat pizza so much that I learned to make it. Um, and so now I like to make pizza. It's like, all right, well, I want to make pizza. Now, take it a step up. I'm a manager. All right, I want to teach other people to make pizza that people can like eating. Yeah. And then... Before you know, it's like, oh, also, like, I need to know how to, you know, like, judge whether or not this Google ads engagement is uh, profitable or loss, you know, like, I need right. to know whether or not I need to boost this item on Uber Eats or, you know, take this item off a of DoorDash or the next thing you know, I'm playing with tech support with six different things, Yeah, uh, you know, just because, like you said, the game has changed. Yeah. Um, Do you, you know, in order to capture... Sorry, you guys use your own drivers, or do you use Uber and DoorDash and, and all those, or you do both? Both. Both. That's where, kind yep. of where we're at. So we're, we, have, we have an internal staff that does delivery, Yeah. Um, but those third-party platforms have proven to be pretty um, popular. Yeah. <laughs> so well, if they're going to bring you a new customer, you know, you're not going to turn that down. We use all of our own drivers, but we take orders from DoorDash and Uber Eats and you know all of them, wherever we can get an order from. And then we try to switch them back to our software, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, 
if anybody orders from davincisdelivers.com or over the phone, they're going to get one of our drivers. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if they order through Uber Eats or through DoorDash, I'm going to sneak a coupon in there that they have to call us to use, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it was funny during COVID, um, you know, I, me and all my Dunway friends, I, I know a lot of restaurant owners in the area. And when COVID hit, like everybody was terrified. Like we thought we were just going to go under. Everybody's talking about just shutting down. And um, I think having our own drivers made a big difference because even though it was an 18-year-old kid showing up at your house, it was like a neighborhood kid showing up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Uber Eats and it wasn't DoorDash. And I think that that actually, you know, went really well. And that was the biggest year we ever had was COVID. It's funny how, you know, you thought something was going to happen and then it went complete opposite direction. We actually actually opened the location in Dunwoody in October of 2019. Oh. So we'd only had you know, four and a half months under our belt when everything started. Yeah. Uh, so we really hadn't had, um, a whole lot of, um, awareness there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were just getting started building and, um, there was kind of that reset that happened, uh, where folks started, you know, venturing out and looking, you know, for local things to support. Yeah. A lot of people found us that way. And, uh, sometimes through the third party stuff, sometimes organically they, they came. Yeah. But, you know, our business took a hit at the beginning of it, but by the end of it, we were doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a good thing to see. Um, why didn't we? We had a, our, well, I was going to say our location in Smyrna thrived during COVID. It, it took off. Yeah. And the location in Midtown was the complete opposite. It, it tanked. Yeah. Uh, because nobody was in the city. Probably less people went to the city. That makes sense. Yeah. So why'd you but, pick Dunwoody? Uh, why'd you end up here? Um, well, a couple of things happened. Uh, one, um, I really liked the area. Uh, I knew that it was growing, and I knew that there was a lot of things going on. It was kind of in a, a transitional spot where you had kind of the old school folks that had been there a while uh, that were established, and then you had a lot of new families that were moving in. Yeah. Uh, there was some development and stuff that was going on there. So I knew that the area was getting ready to turn, and um, I wanted to be be a part of that. So we were kind of scouting out different locations and then happenstance. There used to be a Jets pizza there in the orchard park. Uh, and the gentleman that owned it reached out to me personally and, um, said, Hey, my son and I had a fallen out. I, I don't want to be here anymore. You can have the place. <laughs> you can have everything in it. If you just wow. take the lease. And, um, it was such a good deal that I couldn't pass it up. You know, I, yeah, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. Like, what do I got to lose, you know? Yeah. And uh, we went for it. And so it's kind of really, nice. Literally, when you've got job, other, you know? Yeah, when you've got those other locations, you can kind of just move managers and, you know, say, hey, can you help us at this location for a while? Probably a little bit easier when you've got everything, you know, dialed in to start a new one. And that's uh, right next to Yugly Mowgli, right? And that's correct. After Yugly Mowgli, yeah. That's my uh, my kid's favorite place. I gotta stop by there sometime. I've seen pictures of your pizzas, and you know Jeter talks about it. He says it's very similar to ours. So, you know, it's kind of a higher price point and good ingredients, and it's probably pretty successful yeah. in Dunwoody. I would think Dunwoody yeah, has come on through. We got you. Yeah, Dunwoody has like it's it's kind of a joke if you've lived here for a long time that we're just pizza and banks, and now we're urgent cares. There's urgent cares everywhere, but yes. um, we need you know we need a. Uh, a higher price, like gourmet pizza, like yours. So that's a, that's a, a good fit for you guys. Probably. Yep. Do you do any, uh, like gluten-free or, um, 
any of the, the vegan type stuff. That's we've been getting a lot of questions about that recently. Uh, we, we have a gluten-free option um, uh, for a crust. It's in a, it's in a 12 inch uh, and we do carry a vegan cheese made by, by Via Life. Uh, and we sell a lot of both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, those gluten freeze took off when we started selling. I was surprised how well they did. I guess well, a lot of people. We, we certainly sell a bunch out here and you know, any of our, any of our pizzas can be made vegan just with the, the swap of the cheese. If it doesn't have meat on it, obviously, but you know, like our, our dough's vegan, our sauce is vegan. Um, you know, like the vegetables that we put on it, we cut them in house, like they're vegan. They aren't, you yeah. know, like cooked with any meats or anything like that. So it's, it's a really easy switch. And, and uh, it, it's certainly the de- demand is slowly creeping up more and more, you know, like every week I sell a little bit more and a little bit more. Whereas, you know, like a case of Vile Life at one point might've lasted me m- months. Um, you know, like now a case is like a month, you know, maybe yeah. a little bit less, you know, um, and, and, you know, it's interesting to see, too, that I, we certainly even have customers that aren't vegan, um, but they want to, you know, like try something different, you know, or, like, yeah. you know, lots of New Year's resolutions like the healthy you know, January, January, you know, the vegan stuff goes up, you know, the, yeah. the gluten free stuff goes up. Um, and it's certainly a different flavor, too. And I think there's some people who, you know, like it's just like, all right, I, I eat pizza a lot, but I want something a little bit different. They give it a try. Yeah. Find out that they don't hate it, you know, because it, it, it's good. Yeah, every once in a while I'll make a uh, gluten-free crust, and they're pretty good. They're surprisingly yeah. good, really. Exactly. So, well, cool. Is there anything else that you uh, you want to say to Dunwoody, get them to come in? You guys employ a lot of locals, a lot of the kids? So, we, we do, um, and I'm always looking to employ more. If uh, you have a kid who is sitting at home way too much, send them to me. Um, <laughs> I'll teach them to cook pizza and I promise I'll send them home with one so you can get a slice. There you uh, go. There's the pitch. And I get, yeah, <laughs> I guess the only other thing that I would want to tell Dunwoody is thank you. Um, you know, like we see more and more Dunwoody uh, every week. Um, you know, I have customers here that I, I've been out here at this store for uh, almost three years now. And I have customers that I've been seeing for the entirety of the three years. And, I really enjoy getting to know them and getting to serve them and getting to hear about them and, you know, getting that, that familiarity and regularity. Um, uh, and, and we're always getting new ones and I enjoy getting to know the new people and serving the new people. And, you know, we touched a little bit on like, you know, the, the kind of constant contact and feedback that you can get with, um, technology now. And, you know, like I get to have conversations with customers who, uh, do not like our food and they want to make me very well aware of that. And and it gives me a chance to learn on how to better serve this customer. Cause I do want them back, but I also get to hear from a lot of customers who really do love our food. Yeah. Um, and that feels very rewarding, you know, and, and it's always nice when I can tell, you know, that the, the folks at the store too, like, Hey, you know, like Mr. G, you know, just got his pies and he said they were the best ones we've ever made yet. And like, he wanted me to tell everybody good job and, you know, you kind of get to all like feel like a, a big old family. One of the things that's very impressive about Dunwoody is how community oriented it is. Yeah. You know, you still see people uh, walking on the streets. Uh, over the summer, there are roving gangs of children on bicycles, uh, you know, and, and they'll mob up in here like 10 deep um, yeah. and all post out $2. And 
well, you get a quarter slice, but I get a half a slice. And, you know, we get to make some food for them. And every once in a while, you got to work, work out a deal to make sure that, you know, they can, they can feed everybody. But, uh, you know, Dunwoody is certainly very neighborly. Um, yeah. and, and it's, it's a very enjoyable experience getting to be a part of the neighborhood. Yeah. You probably picked a good location. You probably get a lot less complaints and, you know, good conversation here in Dunwoody yeah. than, than you do in Midtown. <laughs> oh, certainly. certainly. We've, had, like we've had a few different locations and, um, we're, we're in a nice area too. And, you know, Dunwoody's good people. So. Yeah, certainly are. That's cool. I, I was going to piggyback a little bit off of what Bo said and, you know, uh, hearkening back to the, uh, the parade, uh, when we were in the parade, um, it's really nice. Like our, our, one of our mottos is we want to be the neighborhood pizzeria of choice. And uh, so we want to be your neighborhood pizzeria. And, um, in a lot of instances, you know, you're in, you're, you're part of a much, like you're, you're trying to become part of a community mm -hmm. and you want them to think about you that way. And not all communities feel like a community. And when we were out in the in that parade, it was such a tight knit group of folks that were there that were supporting it and doing it that it made you feel proud to be a part of you know just a whatever our little part is. Uh, four years, I guess, uh, fighting fighting our way to to become a part of it, and it feels like we we're there, you know, like we we've, we've finally been embraced. Yeah, it's, it's I, I think you have. It's a great feeling. Well, cool. Well, that's probably a good way to end it right there. Yes, sir. Like, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> and I've, I've got a catering order I've got to get to, too. I've been doing some pies. Oh, man, there I, got, go. I got 50 pies, dude. So <laughs> podcasting is not your job? Uh, just just part-time. We're, like, testing the waters right now. There you go. Believe it or not, Ben well, was hired, hired for his face. He's actually the face of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if, uh, if you're watching this and you come in, say hello to Bo and tell him you saw him on the podcast. Yes, please do. I'd love to see you. I'd love to yeah. be here. Well, cool. Well, thanks a lot, guys. It was nice meeting you. Talk to some some true pizza professionals, and um, I'll have to come in there and get a pie. Sounds right great. On, we'll come, we'll come support you, too. Thank you, man. Cool.